Welcome to Eyes West, the podcast for movers looking for a new place to live in the American West and the connections to get it done. Here's your host, Dick Crawford. Welcome indeed. This is Dick Crawford, and that fine introduction this morning was from today's guest, Jeannie Corner, from up in uh, Nevada near Reno, uh, in uh, I believe it's Gardnerville. Is that right, Jeannie? Yes, it is. We're in the beautiful Carson Valley. Uh, Carson Valley. We have trained in the same network for years, and we truly enjoy our work as realtors in the American West. And this is a wonderful opportunity for our listeners to get to know Jeannie and the area she serves up there. So how are you doing this morning, Jeannie? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Very well, thank you very much. Uh, We have a a different kind of weather coming on now, and I'm sure you do too. Oh, yes. Exactly. Uh, So let's just jump right in. How or why did you get into real estate and get to this point? You know, I had a family friend. I had always been in sales, and um, we had a really close family friend that said, you know, I think you'd be really good at this. Why don't you come work for me? And I worked for him my first, got licensed, worked for him my first year, almost 17 years ago, and just fell in love with it and ended up, you know, going out on my own and becoming really successful at something. I was shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes life does surprise you that way. When you get into something that really uh, kind of reflects who you are, isn't that right? Yes, absolutely. And uh, how did you get into the particular place you are now? Uh, You're um, enjoying yourself working there. Did you always work there? Um, No, I started at a different real estate company and realized that I didn't like the structure. Um, I didn't like the, uh, I just didn't like the the flow and realized that I just wanted a lot more autonomy and be able to make decisions for myself and my family that would reflect who I am and my values and ethics. And so made the move probably, gosh, I'm going to say 12 or 13 years ago to REMAX. So I'm at REMAX in Gardnerville, REMAX Realty Affiliates in Gardnerville, and I love it. Outstanding. Before we go further, I've got three really quick questions for you. What, what is your approach to the business? My, you know what? Our approach is to work by referral. We have built relationships in the community. Um, I owned a window covering business before I was in real estate, so had a lot of relationships in the community. And we really dig into those relationships and depend on personal referrals for our business. It's worked out so much better. It's a lot more fun that way, isn't it? It's way more fun that way and way less stressful. <laughs> there you go. Now, as realtors in the, in the approach, uh, we wear a lot of different hats. And you've got, a, you've got a window covering hat that you probably wear. What's your favorite hat to wear is in your work as a realtor? You know, in my work as a realtor, I've really dug into, in the last several years, doing community events, looking for opportunities to serve our community, to fill the gaps, to just be, an in, be a person for good influence in where we live. And our clients have loved coming along and helping us do that. It's been fantastic. That's great. That's great. So you wear a community hat, and that's your connection. I love that. 
So what do you do to help your clients feel comfortable in the process? You just mentioned that they kind of enjoy working with you uh, on that sort of, uh, on, on the community service. Do you do anything else to help them feel comfortable? You know what, we sit down with them at the very beginning, whether they're a buyer or a seller, and explain how the process works. You know, so many people <clears throat> have had real estate transactions in the past, but so much has changed, even in just the last five to ten years, that, you know, being able to sit down with them and explain to them how it works, why they need to be pre-approved, um, why they need to maybe fix up their house a little bit to maximize their profit, um, I think that helps people also be comfortable with the process and understand how things work. And at the same time, probably understand where you're coming from, where your heart is, which is very important. Absolutely. So you're up in the Gardnerville area. Yep. I'm sorry, go ahead. That we're not just here for the transaction, that we're here to come alongside them and, and living their life here and helping them love it as much as we do. Yeah, because once the transaction's over, the relationship's not over. Exactly, exactly. We both get that. Okay, very good. I love that approach. And so you're up in the in the Gardnerville area, and that's south of Reno. What uh, what specific geographic area do you serve so people can recognize it on the map? We serve our main service areas are Gardnerville, Minden, Genoa, Carson City, and then we also serve Dayton the Nevada side of Lake Tahoe, and Reno. We've really uh, done a lot more in Reno this year, which we were surprised at. Oh, very good. Very good. Things are happening up there. Oh, what, yeah. So what's it like up there? What, what could somebody expect in terms of, you know, mountains or urban or what's the vibe? You know what? It's so beautiful here. Um, we live in a gorgeous valley where the Sierra Nevada mountains just rise up out of the valley and just shoot up into the air. <laughs> several thousand feet it's um more it was really an agricultural valley both um carson valley and carson city and we are just about 30 minutes from lake tahoe uh, we have a beautiful river and some lakes that run nearby we have great hunting uh fishing you know probably my favorite thing about living here is just the outdoors just we have hiking trails here in the valley there's so much to do in lake tahoe lake tahoe is only 30 minutes away it's just spectacular. We love it. So 30 minutes away to Lake Tahoe, that's excellent. Sometimes it takes us 30 minutes to get to lunch down here, So, and that's a whole different world up in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> yes. That's marvelous. And what's the, what's the overall vibe in the, in, in the area? You say it's agricultural um, history. Um, how, how has it changed? What is it like now? You know what? It is really booming. So we have, um, you know, I would say the majority of our population is retired, um, but we do have a lot of young families. Um, you, know, we, you know, what's interesting is we have a lot of kids that grew up here that moved away, and they're now in their late 20s and early 30s moving back here to raise their families because uh -huh. they ended up realizing that the big city didn't offer what they expected. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So often uh, the grass isn't greener. Very good. Exactly. So what are, the, what are some of the popular activities that uh, people can enjoy all year? Oh, gosh. I would say hiking, kayaking, mountain biking, fishing, 
hunting, skiing, snowshoeing. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on because there's just so much, there's so much opportunity to enjoy the outdoors here. You get a lot of different choices. So the outdoors is the orientation um, because it's so gorgeous. I like the way you said it, the, the mountains just shoot up into the sky. That's a good visual. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, how pretty, about, it's pretty what? It's pretty stunning. <laughs> well, that, uh, you sit there and you look at nature and you just wonder, oh my gosh, this is, this is just phenomenal. I want to just I wanna, you know, eat it all up. This is fantastic. Um, sometimes you, you have a hard time you know, deciding what you want to do <laughs> because yes, there's so many choices. <laughs> how, about, how about in town? Uh, any any you know, um, community things that, that go on all year that might be kind of fun? You know what? We have a lot of different community things. A lot of people, and especially in Gardnerville-Minden, are really um, involved in high school sports. Uh, a lot of people go to the football games and the basketball games. I mean, obviously not this year, but um, UNR is only about an hour away, University of Nevada, Reno. Uh, a lot of people, their kids go there. Our son, and who Michael's my real estate partner, and he's my son. He graduated from UNR. So it's been, we do a lot of concerts in the park. Um, there's some new brew pubs that have been really fun. You know, a lot of people um, we have some great parks, and there's just a lot of outdoor activities. That's great. What's uh, what's the industry that's growing? You, you say there's been a lot of activity up in Reno, and I think we all know that Mr. Musk is up there with his uh, factory. Yeah. Uh, what what else is going on? What did he attract? How's that working out? Um, Google and Apple both in the last two years have made big land purchases there. So our tech industry in Reno is growing by leaps and bounds. And, you know, we're just 45 minutes of South, Re- South, um, of South Reno. So the, you know, the commute is not bad. And it's just a, a, a stunning place to live. There's a lot more um, technology coming. Starbucks has their West Coast. Uh, headquarters roasting plant here in Minden, and GE has their um, a big facility in Minden also. I had no idea. That's actually, yeah. That's a good diversity of jobs too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so I'm sure there's a lot of people relocating there to follow the jobs. Are there? Is that is that truly the case? And and what other reasons might there be? I would think people are moving here for the lifestyle more than the jobs. I think um, our lifestyle is just, it's beautiful. It's rural. Um, You know, there's just a lot of opportunity here. Uh, You know, the state capital in Carson City is only 20 minutes away. So, you know, and 40% of our business is in Carson. I would say a good majority of people that we see moving here are retiring from California, you know, cashing out on the, you know, huge equity that they have in their home and buying cash here. We're seeing that a lot. Okay, so housing affordability, maybe a little bit of tax relief, wide open spaces, and yep. oh yeah, if you really have to go to work, there's some good jobs too. Yep. All right. Um, so the mix of people would be the retirees. Um, you say that some of the young people are coming back, and of course with that scale of jobs, there's probably a lot of professionals. So it seems like it might be a pretty good mix of people. I think it is. I do think it is. So the average population in Carson Valley is just over 50,000. 
and the average population in Carson City is just over 56,000. So it's not huge. No. So how's, how's that growth working out? Um, you know, how, how are the natives responding? And, and you know, is there more congestion? What, what's going on there? You know, it's interesting. There is definitely more congestion. And I think the natives are okay as, as long as, you know, people, you know, sometimes have a tendency to move but want all the stuff that they had where they came from, but that's why they left. <laughs> yes. you know, so, the natives are like trying to remind them, don't bring it with you. <laughs> That's yes, I I hear that a lot, and uh, I, it's such a human thing, isn't it? It uh, is a human it, thing. It's just amazing. Um, so we have to, we do have to remember, it's it's a we're going to a new area because we love it. So let's not kill it. Yes, exactly. And that's that, exactly. that's happening all over the place. Um, it's uh, it, it's a very human thing. Uh, what about regional services? Are they keeping up okay? Are there any you know growing pains in in the in that sector of you know healthcare would, and public transportation and all that? You know, public transportation. We don't really have public transportation. I mean, we have a little bit, but not significant here. Um, our regional airport is just is is doing fantastic. Uh, they really are expanding. Uh, our the major airport is in Reno. Um, but in healthcare, we have a great, somewhat new hospital. It's probably it's probably 15 years old by now, but I'm thinking 10, up in Carson City. And then uh, we have a really, really well-run local hospital, Carson Valley Medical Center, that has just really won some awards recently for their um, customer care, their client care, their patient care, and their emergency room. They're fantastic. That's Carson Valley Medical Center. Oh really? Oh, very nice. Because I've I've heard that that retirees are looking for you know some of the the very top things they're looking for is is the healthcare, and the weather, and the um, local airport so they can get out of town easily. Um, yeah, one of the nice things about here, even though we get snow, is we have over three hundred days of sunshine a year. No kidding. So it three hundred yeah. out of three sixty five. That's a pretty good average. Yeah. It is pretty good. <laughs> and, and which, do you know what your elevation is there by any chance? We are just about 47, just over 4,700. Okay. So you're, you're kind of a, um, a high valley, if you will. Yes. We're high desert. All right. High desert. There you go. And um, the, the important question for the retirees who may be <laughs> definitely coming from California, what's the swing in temperature? Because we are just so sensitive here. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, you know, we can, we can uh, have a 40 or 50 degree temperature change in a day, but that's pretty extreme. I would say most of the time in the winter, you're in the 40s or 50s. You know, sometimes we'll dip into the 20s and 30s, but when a storm's coming in, you know, we may get four to six inches of snow, and usually by noon or the next day, it's gone. So, hmm. I mean, last year, I think we shoveled twice. No kidding. So that's, that's fantastic. And if you want the snow, you want to ski, just go up the hill to, to Lake Tahoe. Exactly. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's that's wonderful. You you get to quote unquote live in it, but not have it live on top of you. Exactly. Uh, that's very nice. Okay, so California's cost of living can be brutal, 
and you kind of touched on that briefly a, a few minutes ago. How does your cost of living compare to California? What, you know, what's a gallon of gas cost and things like that? We are about two twenty-five for a gallon of gas. So I, every time I go down to Southern California or Northern California, I'm always shocked at the price of gas. Yeah. Um, so you can go out. You can go out on the town for the two of you between eighty and a hundred bucks, depending on you know. You could go for a lot less than that. Um, nice. Movie tickets. Yeah, movie tickets and entertainment. Movie tickets are usually ten to twelve dollars. There's some um, wonderful things in Reno and Lake Tahoe to do for a family. You know, there's lots of different stuff to do, and you can, you know, a lot of times people just spend money. They don't spend a lot of money. They go out and hike or kayak or take their kids out on the boat. We have a really nice lake just 30 minutes south of us. What's what's the name of the lake when people people are uh, looking at the map? Topaz Lake. Topaz Lake. Minutes. There yep. you go. Great fishing. Great fishing there. So uh, reasonable cost of living, certainly, and uh, a gallon of gas for $2.25, that's not bad at all. Uh, nope. <laughs> all right. How about taxes? What's, uh, what's going on with taxes in the state of Nevada? There's got some good stories there, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So right now, we have no state income tax. Um, I, I'm not sure if that's ever going to change or not. I just... It just depends on who gets into office. Um, our local sales tax is at 7.1%. And here's the great thing that people are always astonished about when they move here is right now you inherit the current property tax. So on a home, let's say the home is, you know, worth 500000 and the taxes are 1800 you, uh, you inherit those taxes. They stay the same. They do not go up. So um, as a as a buyer, you walk in the door, and and what the tax property tax is right now before you buy, that's what it's going to be for you. Yes, yes, we think that's going to change in probably the next three to five years. They're already making rumblings about it, um, but your average property tax here for the average home is 0.46 percent. Sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's lower. So just for conversational purposes, half a percent. Yep, just, yep, probably okay. right there. Just less than half a percent. And where did the original tax come from then? Is it, is it when it was newly built, they placed yep. a property tax on it, and then that stays like yep. that forever? Or is that, that's the idea? Yep, and then we have a tax cap also for your, your primary residence in Nevada. Uh, can only go up a maximum of 3% a year. Now, this, is, this also applies... Um, if it's your only home in Nevada, but you live in California. So if it's your only home here and you visit it, as long as it's not a rental property, um, that applies also. But if it's a rental property, income properties tax can, can go up 9% a year. Okay, so that's, that can be quite a jump for an investment property. Yeah. And now, now you said that the property tax, you know, I think your example was something like $1,800 and it'll never go up. But then you just said that there's a, there's a cap on how much it could go up. I, you, I got a little confused there. Yes, I'm sorry. It, it just doesn't go up at the time of close. Oh, right? gotcha. Gotcha. Possession, it, doesn't, it doesn't reset at the time you take possession. 
Okay, and and then, but do they do they reassess it uh, based on market value each year, or is it every few years? How how does the how does that formula work? You know what they their formula is so screwy. Honestly, <laughs> no one no one can seem to answer anyone. That's um, their that's their intention, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've lived in my house for twenty four years. And my house is worth, oh, five, ten, and um, my taxes are only 1900 Okay. Um, I mean, that's pretty good, I think. That's pretty darn good for that long yeah. a period of time. Very good. Okay. Well, so, so suffice it to say, property taxes are very reasonable. Uh, there might be some changes coming, but it's got, not going to be anything like California, so uh, we can... We can rest assured we'll be we'll be uh, delighted in that department, and with no income yeah. tax, and any of that stuff that changes, I can't imagine it would go up you know quickly. It would be you know tipping our uh, or, or dipping our toe in the water and then gradually increasing. So it might yeah. be many, many many years before it gets uh, gets to be serious. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, how about average home prices? Um, Southern California, throughout all the various cities from head to toe, Southern California has average home prices of 700000 to to over a million. What's your local median or average home price? So in Gardnerville, Minden, the Carson Valley, the median home price is 482 and that was as of the end of September. And then Carson City is a little bit less than that at 436 But we have homes from, I would say the the low end up here would be 325 um, It would be hard to find something under that that's in decent shape. And then I, we have homes up to five, mil, five to ten million. Yes. You know, to yes. the west side of the valley in the trees at the base of the Sierras is a lot more expensive. For good reason. It must be absolutely uh -huh. gorgeous. <laughs> so, stunning. So what does a... Uh, what does a Five hundred, six hundred thousand uh, dollar home look like. What's the size and the lot and things like that? I would say anywhere from twenty two hundred to twenty six hundred. Um, I would say like from a point two zero, which is just under a quarter of an acre, to probably up to a third or a little bit more. And nice amenities in the five hundred six six hundred thousand dollar range. I would say you have granite countertops, like flooring. Um, nice landscaping, you know, a nice home. Beautiful. That's a that's a, a nice upgrade again from uh, from Southern California prices and values and such. So that's that's very nice to hear. How about gated communities? Do you have uh, gated communities, or are we not there yet? We have. I think we have two or three in Carson Valley. Carson City has one or two. Um, not a lot. That's, there's not a lot of that here. That's, we don't see that very much of it. Well, that's actually kind of nice because it just leaves it more of an open community. I like I like that a lot. Yeah. And up in up in Reno, um, is there a lot of uh, mix of homes up there? Large homes, townhomes. Huge, huge mix, huge and, mix in Reno. And that, and in Reno, the, there's a lot more gated communities. Okay. Okay, so just a little bit further down the road, if you will, in terms of, of development as a city, because it's, you know, it's a big yep. city. 
Okay. There's, well, there's over 250,000 there. There you go. Versus, what did you say, 50 or 56,000 on average? Like 55, right around 55. Yeah, okay. So much much different in Reno. So you've got, uh, you've got some choices there, um, everyone. Yes. You've, got, you've got the bigger city with Reno, and you've got the smaller towns uh, in the valley. That's marvelous. What about, uh, what about new construction? Is new construction meeting demand? I would say it's not. Not in the Carson Valley. Carson City has a little bit more new construction, but they're selling like hotcakes. Um, Carson Valley has um, more leaned towards uh, a no-growth stance or a very little-growth stance, um, so it's harder to get subdivisions approved that are, are not already on the docket. Interesting. So that, what's that so doing that to prices? It's raising prices, definitely. Yeah. 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 And even like new homes here, you can't, I would say, unless it's a townhome, new homes here are minimum 575, 600. Okay. And that's purely supply and demand right there. Absolutely. Very interesting. Um, and is that, do you think that's going to change or, or as a no growth policy, they're going to hold on tight to that? I think they're going to hold on tighter to it. There's, there's an, I think there's enough open space that has already been in the master plan for, um, you know, homes. Um, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see what happens though, because the land has become so expensive that for the builders, they're like, well, you know, by the time we pay to build the home, you know, you're starting at 750, whereas right. you know, five years ago. You know, we were selling homes for three fifty, four hundred that were new because he was able to purchase the land for way less. Yes, and and so there's a master plan, but they don't want to build out the master plan overnight, so it's just a little bit tougher to get permits because they want to want to do it in a measured way, and with interest rates as low as they are, and people interested in moving into the area, you've got prices going up. Is that a yeah. fair summarization? That's a very fair summarization. Okay. So being an out-of-state buyer might be a tough, uh, tough proposition if you're looking for new construction. Is that, is that fair to say? Yes. Well, I mean, we, had a, we have a buyer right now who's all cash up to 1.2, and there's just not much available. They want something newer and... You know, a lot of our established homes are not newer in that price range. Okay. <laughs> that can be frustrating, <laughs> especially from a, for a person who's coming from a um, larger populated area where there's a, a good mix of homes available, although inventory is down across the country. Um, yeah. they still That mix still exists, and with, you know, a... a higher population area, those properties are going to come up, but it sounds like in your area it's a little more sparse and a little bit more uh, more difficult to find something. Right now it is. I think because people are hesitant to put their homes on the market because they don't know where they're going to go. Yes. The work that, you know, where they're going to, what they're going to find. Yes. That's, so that's... listings, you know, listings are not as profuse as they have been in the past. Okay. All right. Very good. So, 
if someone were to come up into town and maybe they've already sold their home here or uh, they're in the process of selling their home or they want to sell their home, what about getting a rental in your area so they can kind of dig in and, and figure the place out before they buy? Are rentals tough to come by? Rentals right now are really tough to come by, and most of the rental companies are not even allowing anything other than a one-year lease. So we've had several people bring their motor home or, you know, their big rig and sit in a RV park for until they find something. Is that right? Yeah, we've had several people do that. So... Or they've been renting their property back until they can find something. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's very common now. Um, so is this condition with the inventory and such? It's pretty universal across the country, but within your region, is it is it pretty common up and down the the valley between you and Reno? It's just really yes. really tough at this point. Okay. So well, that, and, you know, we just, we're really trying to educate buyers to be informed about where the market is, to not make low offers. Um, you know, the, the, the day of the deal, you know, unless you have cash and you can move very quickly, you know, but it's still difficult. Right. Because there's so many people with cash. <laughs> correct. And that's going to change. Uh, that's going to change the landscape, if you will. The beautiful yeah, landscape it that it is, the... Uh, the housing landscape is changing, and it's changing everywhere. It, but it is a, changing everywhere. But there's such a big draw to your area for the proximity to Reno and the outdoor activities and, and the beauty and the small town feel that it's probably not going to, that's, that's not going to stop. That attraction is not going to go away. I don't, I don't think so either. The other thing that people love about our area is if you're from Northern California and your family is there, you're four hours away. You know, if you're from Southern California and your grandkids or your family is there, you're eight hours, seven and a half to eight hours away. Mm -hmm. So it's still a day's drive and you can get there easily. Whereas, you know, some other areas, it's just, you know, a little bit too far to get in the car and go if you need to. Yes. And if you've got a a good regional airport and you've certainly got Reno, um, things are even closer than that. Or if not uh, closer on an absolute hours uh, standpoint, um, it's at least closer from a convenience standpoint. Yes. Yes. Okie doke. So a lot of things to think about and a lot of um, a lot of issues to consider. And those issues with low inventory and such are very much the same across the country. I think they are. That's what we're hearing from every yeah. agent that we know. Yeah. And, you know, you and I have this big, big network that uh, we enjoy across the country. And it's, of course, very strong now in the West. And everybody's saying the same thing, that uh, unless you've you know, really got a, a bead on what you want, and you're willing to pay, pay the premium, it's going to be tough to find a house right now. Yes. Well, do you have any, um, any other advice for out-of-state buyers coming your way? Um, it sounds like they got to do their homework and be ready to pay that premium, as I said. I will say this, that once they get here, they will love it. They will love it. You I just, have not talked to one person yet who, in 16 years, who has said, I don't really like it here. No one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I can't handle the view of the mountains shooting up into the sky. <laughs> I'll uh, send you a picture. <laughs> uh, send me a picture. That would be, that would be excellent. 
Um, and you know that's uh, that's kind of the theme. Uh, now uh, that you got to know what you want and and hook hook up with a good agent such as yourself so that you can guide them along and and not just flail around on your own and try to strike a deal somewhere because you know there aren't there aren't any deals. The deal is you you pay a little bit of a premium and you absolutely love where you live. That's the deal. Yeah. Yep. So they could come up for a long weekend, get to know the place, drive up and down the valley, check out a couple of different areas and get a feel for what they like and and then it's a matter of if if they're not in a position to buy immediately, then it's a matter of then, you know, getting themselves prepared because now they know what they like. Exactly. And we usually, you know, in someone's first visit to the valley, we end up giving them a big map and showing them where to drive, the neighborhoods that, you know, that, that are most, would be most appealing to them. So they can take their time and, and look at the neighborhoods and see what they think and do the whole tour. And then when they come back ready to look at homes, they have a great idea of what areas they like and what areas they don't like. Very good. That's um, sage advice. It's a matter of whittling it down because you land in, in town and you look around and you go, wow, there's a lot of, lot of space here. Uh, yeah. if, you, if you narrow it down to a half a dozen areas and then maybe narrow that down to three areas, um, it's going to be a lot easier to make a choice. It's going to be a lot easier to keep, a, you know, keep your finger on the pulse of things and therefore make it less stressful to actually make a decision when the time comes. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Well, any other, um, any other subjects that we didn't touch on that you, you wanted to point out to people about the area, anything like that? Not that I can think of. The only thing I would say is that if you like to ski, from my house to the Nevada side of Heavenly is about 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. So, yep, so we... We take off in the winter, we take off Wednesday morning, and we go ski every Wednesday morning until about 11 or 11.30 and then come back and work. It's a great life. <laughs> That's excellent. But for those people who are going, oh, I don't know, that sounds pretty cold, you're saying, yes, <laughs> it can dip down in the cold, but it's not horrific because you're coming back no. from, from the slopes. You're not on the slopes. Yep. Yep. All right, that sounds fantastic. Um, well, all of it very well said. I tell you, I, I just I just love learning more about our agents and the area they represent. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. This is such a great network, and it's so great to, to touch base with people. And we're going to be touching base, hopefully, uh, coming up in the spring here with a few more events yeah. uh, on, the do on the docket. Hopefully, all the powers that be give us permission to to get out there and see each other and give each other a neck hug. Um, yeah. uh, so, so thank you very much for joining me this morning. I really appreciate your time, and, and I hope you enjoyed thank being on the do. show. Thank you. And thank you for taking such great care of my clients. <laughs> Our oh, clients. my gosh. Well, you know, we, we trade, trade, we like to say trade people back and forth, but we, we trade referrals, we, we take care of our people, and that's what makes it fun for us as agents uh, as well, uh, it's not uh, it's not just dealing with the client. And it's not it's not just dealing with a client, and helping them to the next level. It's really the agent relationships too that make it a lot of fun. So, I appreciate our relationship, and I'm sure it will flourish in the future. Thank you, Dick. 
Well, we will be talking again very soon, and I hope we take the time to enjoy a meal when we do get together, hopefully in the spring. Uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> Jeannie, uh, thank you, and best wishes from me to you for an excellent rest of the year. And from us to you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jeannie Corner from the Carson Valley, just south of um, of Reno up there. And she, of course, you can tell, she's a very experienced professional, ready to help you uh, land on both feet in the greater Carson Valley area. And if you'd like me to, to introduce you to Jeannie and, and uh, her team up there, please feel free to contact me and I will be happy to hook you up. To learn a little bit more about me, you can Google me as Dick Crawford Realtor. I'm always available for your real estate needs here in Orange County, North Orange County. And I have trustworthy colleagues throughout Southern California who can help in areas that I do not serve. So that's all for today. Thank you everyone for listening. And until next time, be good, be well, and be safe. Take care. Bye-bye.